damn, son, where'd you find this? What the fuck is up, luscious ass babes? Welcome back to the show. I have a very special guest. I am here with G, who is also the first dude that I've actually ever had on my podcast. So feel very special. Oh, I feel special. Oh, oh. That's right. You all that. You just surprised me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that for this. I'm like, yeah, that's right. I've never actually interviewed a dude for the podcast. So feel very special, obviously. Okay. Um, we're popping my dude on the podcast, Sherry. So thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. So I guess like what don't you do is the real question because you're the founder of Link Up Paradise Network. You've done some really amazing events in our local community. You own right. Najee Collections, which is your own fashion line. You're also an independent artist, an amazing rapper. Love your stuff. So what yeah. don't you do? What? <laughs> Only thing I don't do that I want to do is graphic design. Like I, I like, oh. cause see, I design with my graphic designer, but we like we hands on with everything. So I come with the visions, and he he know what button to press to make it manifest. You know what I mean? So it's like the perfect, it's like the perfect duo. You know what I mean? But I wish I could be behind the computer just like he do, and putting it all together. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. I'm definitely more of that kind of person too, where I have the idea, but I need other people helping me bring it to life, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I wish sometimes that I was a little more hands on in those ways, but I'm like, I'm a big you, picture we, thinker. Yeah, we, we already do so much as entrepreneurs. It's time consuming, so it's hard. To, it's hard to manage your time when you're already doing a lot with your time. So it's like. Learn. I, I be having to tell people that all the time. Don't think I'm trying to shoot you down or I don't want to learn. I just don't have the mental space for it and be able to execute in other areas. You know what I mean? So, right. I, but I, but I think uh, as we grow as teammates and we we you know bring it under one umbrella more, like getting a, a storefront and you know what I'm saying, and I can be actually physically be by him. I think I can learn. I'm a big visual learner, so pretty soon I'm gonna learn how to do that too. Oh, that's amazing. No, that's awesome. Well, I can't wait to see what you come up with. I know it'll be dope. So we actually met at a candle shop near my house that I love a lot. Um, yes. And we connected following each other. And we're just very similar in a lot of ways. I just like your vibe. I like what you do. I just find that you're very genuine. You're, you want to build this very genuine brand, this genuine artistry that's not, it's kind of funny. It's hard to come by these days. Like I feel like our generation and specifically the music industry, it's just about clout. It's just about like, how many likes can I get? How many followers can I get? How much can I flex? How can I flex this money and the bitches and the cars and all this shit? And so right. I do, I like seeing somebody coming up that really wants to uplift the people around him and also uplift himself and doing it from a genuine place. With the Matrix being involved in the Matrix, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of pros and it's a lot of cons to everything in this dimension. You understand what I'm saying? So the technology, the technology perspective in society, it kind of births, you know, evil people or it turns people evil or it, make, it makes us stray away from what's righteous. You understand what I'm saying? In every form and fashion, whether it's musically, whether it's visually, you know, people are just always being negative about something on the Internet. But because they have built that that privacy, that fortress, you know. So it's a lot of it's a lot of cons that come with it. But when you're tapped into yourself, your higher self, you can bring balance to a lot of things. You understand what I'm saying? I probably can't change the world, but I definitely can change my environment. And because my belief in it, it allows me to keep going. You know what I'm saying? No matter who seems to be overlooking me or who wants to throw me shade or you understand what I'm saying? Because I I, yeah. I get it a lot, you know. 
I got into it with a lot of promoters and producers and other artists, and they be, you know, they whole thing be, you know, oh, you can't change the world, and you know, da 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 da, you missing out on money, and it be like, wow, and people don't understand that saying, like sacrificing your soul, like you know, selling your soul. It's so many ways to do that. You know what I'm saying? And not just taking a large lump sum of money or some shit, but it's really just going against what's righteous. You understand what I'm saying? So my belief in that, it just propels me and fuels me. It's like an infinite energy because I understand my position. Therefore, I understand the sacrifices. Therefore, you know, whatever hits me on the chin or throws me a cur- a curveball or gets me out of character at times because I still slip. You know, I, I will cuss motherfucker out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But I, under the pretenses, now that I'm growing, I give people chances. I, I actually implement distance. You know what I'm saying? I try to be cordial. I, I try to exhaust other alternatives before I have to take it there. You understand what I'm saying? And I believe in balance. So, you know, by me being righteous, my intentions are pure. So protection is infinite. And long as I stay pure in those areas, I'm going to be all right. No matter who seems to, like I say, overlook me or... I don't have to wrestle with, I, I used to wrestle with those demons, like, oh, you gonna overlook my post and, and go like that, like, you know what I'm saying, I I, I went through them, I, I feel like it's a phase, I went through that phase, I don't go through that phase now because rejection is redirection, so it's, it's all part of alignment, so I, I've actually tried to push sometimes, I've tried to push and, you know, try to make things mess because I see fit. And then I actually get with these people or that person and it'd be, it's chaos, total chaos, total confusion. And I'd be saying to myself, that's what I get for forcing me. So mm. now that I allow myself to move, I flow, I flow, I flow. Now that I flow, alignment is, is, is definitely more here than me experiencing confusion or, or, or backtracking or, or, or doing something I got to apologize for. So I'm, I'm just, I'm thankful. I'm, I'm thankful. Yeah. No, I totally agree with you. It's really hard to not compare yourself. And I feel like a lot of times why you do shit in the first place can get watered down when you are focused on like external success and people liking you and people getting what you're putting out there. It's really easy for that to get watered down. Like, why are you doing this in the first place? What's actually important to you? What's actually in alignment for you? You know, like it's, it's very, that's hard. Like, and I've experienced the same thing where I'm like, you know, shit drops or things, you know, not making the same amount of money or not getting the same amount of likes or not getting the, you know, followers dropping and all of those external things trending downward. But I feel the most in alignment. I feel like the most authentic version of myself. So that's the most important thing, not how other people are responding or aren't responding. But it's really, it's definitely easy to get caught up in that shit. For sure. Yes. It's, it's really a part of the art form. You know what I'm saying? Because you do what you do to be appreciated for it, to be celebrated for it. You understand? Mm-hmm. To some extent. They might not be the only kind, only two elements you're doing it for, but, you know, at the end of the day, you put the work in for it to be appreciated. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? The internet brung that element into play as far as feeling left out or overlooked. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's just people are not activated. Not, not, not. This is one of the things that I have built in my mental space and I tell myself this that if you are connected and you are activated and you are your pure self you'll be drawn to what I'm doing if you're not you're going to stray away so I use it as a compass now you know what I mean there's so many tools that you can use a, a part of discernment that can help you identify what's genuine and what's not 
So now that I've created that perspective in my mental space, now my numbers are improving. Or now I'm, I'm getting a, a more momentum than I thought I would. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's beautiful. Time is an illusion. It's distorted in this dimension very, very badly. So like anybody that's going through that, I mean, anytime you have any misfortune, any confusion, and you feel it in your gut, like, man, things are going to get better. That's First of all, that's because they are. And second of all, we go through things to, to later on see like, damn, that's what I went through that for? You feel me? And then, now it makes the hard times so much more beautiful. You know what I'm saying? And then it's, it's a test of strength, mind, body, and soul. So we, we go through those never-ending tests, but we so kind of like suppressed by the matrix and commercials and competition and everything that glitter ain't gold, but we indulge in it like it is. So Anytime you kind of like straight down that path, that's what come with it. It comes with you being at war with yourself, man. You feel me? It's dangerous. So you got to develop that mental space and find your why. Like, why is this happening to me? And once you understand it, appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You have a hell of a story, too. Like, as I'm hearing you talk, I'm thinking about the parts of your story that I already know about. And I definitely want to get more into that for sure. You know, yeah. because... You've got a past like a lot of us, you know, you got a past, had some run-ins with the law um, and you were able to really turn that shit around. In a, and I love that you're talking about your mentality and a lot of what you're saying, I agree with. Like, it's really about what's going on internally. What's your mindset? How are you perceiving the world around you and what are you going to focus on and create? So I'm really curious just about how were you able to get from where you were you know, just what was it like five, six years ago around when, you know, you were kind of having some troubles uh, and four years, yeah, uh, like so uh, about four years ago. Yeah. That was when uh, I'm thinking back four years ago. I'm like, I'm thinking about who I was back then. I'm like, I just never got caught. <laughs> I just never got caught. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, tw- 2017, that was, I got out of jail, uh, January 21st of 2017 uh, before that I had caused my uh I caught my first felony conviction, which was uh October of 2016. So from 2011 to 2017, I was in and out of jail. I beat one case, catch another one. You understand what I'm saying? And if you know anything about the process of catching a case, you know, you gotta First of all, if the offenses are bad enough, you're going to want to sit for 45 days. I don't care if you got money or not, because you want to see if they're going to formally press charges against you. Once they formally press charges against me, I would always bond out at that point. Like, okay, let me get the hell out of here since they're going to formally charge me. And now, now it's time to go back and forth to see what they, evidence they have and if you're going to go to trial or not. So you don't want to sit in there. And there. You want, at that point, you want to get out and get your lawyer. So what I, I would always bond out. I would always get me a lawyer. I would always whoop the case and my in my black ass right back up in there. And, and it was because I was living wrong. You understand what I'm saying? I had a lot of things I was doing. I was living upon my own understanding. I was not activated in my kundalini, my chakras. I knew nothing about the metaphysical self. You understand what I'm saying? And the universe was trying to get my attention to let me know what I needed to do and what needed to be done. So until I got that point, I kept getting incarcerated. I kept being forced into levels of solitude and being ripped away from the world where I couldn't indulge in sex. I couldn't make no money. I couldn't watch TV. I couldn't indulge in anything that was going to keep me from my higher self. So the universe, that was my whooping in this dimension for me. And I got absolutely sick of this shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I got tired of this shit. Like, man, like, man, I lost so much. I lost so much money. I'm going to say, like, even when you on the spiritual journey, you still experience loss and you have a lot of anger because mm-hmm. on that journey, as you as you ascend on that scale, you got to face this emotion. You got to face this emotion. You got to face this truth. Oh. You got to come clean about mm-hmm. this. Some people you have to apologize to. Some things you got to come clean about in order to cleanse and, 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 and maximize your redemption. So once I started to put the pieces to the puzzle, it took me five or six years to get the message. So at this oh. point, I lost thousands of dollars. I lost love. You know, I lost I lost confidence. I lost, I just lost, you feel me? And, and in order to regain, I had to meet my destruction and I met it. And when that shit I, just gave me chills when you said that. That shit just oh, gave me chills. That's amazing. Go yeah. on. <laughs> and I, I, man, this real shit. Every time I was finna get out of jail, beat the K, I knew the, every time I, I'm happy. Let me out this motherfucker. I'm, I'm happy. I'm, look, I'm, I'm talking to the COL. What's up, bro? <laughs> and we out of here. You man, my last time getting out of jail, I cried. Because I didn't know. I, I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I'm tired of being back in here. I'm a felony and I done did all it is you can do in the street. So I done been in the belly of the beast and, and the universe then kept my, me in his bosom. Mother nature, what femininity, masculinity, all of my guardian angels, my ancestors, they came for me. They protected me every time. And, you know, I met somebody in there in 2014 in the middle, uh, in the middle of my storm, in the middle of me being disobedient. I met a five percenter. And bro was serious with it. He ain't talk to nobody in that bitch. He ain't gamble with niggas. He ain't eat with niggas. He ain't do none of that. He was to himself. He was like, you know, he was, you know. And uh, nobody wanted to go in the room with him. You know, everybody was sleeping where they wanted to sleep with their homeboys from the neighborhood, so on and so forth. So one day, we eating breakfast. And, and mind you, now in jail, you got to wake up for 30 in the morning to eat breakfast. So everybody moved, everybody cranky. But we hungry. You feel me? That's the worst time in jail is in the morning. I promise to you. Anything can happen in the morning. I'm talking mm. about some people pop off in the morning and niggas fight all day long. <laughs> they fight to the next day. I'm telling you. So, like, his roommate did something. And, man, for the first time, we heard him speak. All we seen was a mat flying out the door over the stairs on the ground. And him telling him to see y'all better get him before I kill him. Now, this is the first time we hear him talk. I'm talking about lose his mind. The COs were so scared of him because this man was 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, the tallest, blackest dude I've ever seen in my life. I'm talking about he was so tall, they'll give him the biggest uniform. He'll still look like high waters on him. This is how big he was. So ain't nobody fuck with him. Ain't nobody talk. Ain't no, nobody. Nobody. So when he did this to his roommate, now the COs are forced to put everybody in their white rooms. Why my ass going to the room with him? <laughs> so I just know I'm like, <laughs> so I just look, I just, I say, well, I know I'm finna be, I, 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 I just get ready. I'm like, man, I'm finna have to be, I'm finna fight. I need to be fucked. Uh, yeah, you know, man. man, when I get in there, it was all love. Like he had made it clear to me, like, man, I had problems with him. And he was a righteous dude. Like he didn't even tell me why he went off on the dude. He was just like, man, I don't usually get like that. I had had enough. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not here to start no trouble, man. Like, he was just like, you know, real respectful, like, real humble, real down to earth. He caught me out, like I say, because he's so big. So this is my mm-hmm. first time as being a street nigga where I'm forced to look beyond what's skin. I'm not, I couldn't be shallow in this predicament because he was catching me off guard. 
So two weeks into me being in the same room and one night we had a conversation about religion and man, he laced me up about everything about the government from the food, like everything. He told me this in 2014. So everything he was saying to me now really echoes more than ever because now we in the middle of this transition. So he prepared me for all this. And it was my first time with somebody so seizing me where it touched my metaphysical self. And I'll never forget that experience. And I hung on to it. So it took me two more years to get it right. See, it's 2014. So 2016, I caught my last case. It took me two years to start following my first mind. To, to activate in my God body, to change my diet, to leave certain women alone, to stop hanging around certain dudes, stop making my money a certain way, stop indulging in, in certain things in the nightlife because it was keeping me from my higher self. So once I identified with this, oh, I went to work because I had realized, like, you know, at the end of the day, I, I didn't did it all. You understand what I'm saying? And, and it's so sad because the criteria of being in the streets is being the realest, being the hardest. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. So I had to identify like at the well at the end of the day, like I didn't, like I said, I didn't did what I needed to do. You know, I lost most of my homeboys. I have nothing left to prove, basically what I'm saying. And I stand wholeheartedly on this. And the universe is so divine and so intricate. I've always been a genuine person, even when I was in the street. I've never, it's just certain standards and mores I always abide by, keeping my word, being, being, you know, I always give people their respect first. You know, I ain't, you know, I'm I, I'm I'm funny. I'm really like outgoing. So I really don't like to be that kind of dude. You understand what I'm saying? So when I indulged in anything that was violent or anything that was low vibration, it was because I needed to make some money. Mm -hmm. So I did what I had to do. That was violent, whether that was selling drugs, you know, trafficking, well, you name it. I'm willing, I'm feeling who, who owes you some money. You feel me? And those experiences also taught me how my ancestors, that, that celestial energy protected me. I'm not supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. So how dare, how dare I keep shitting on these factors? How dare I get out of jail and keep doing the same motherfucking thing? How dare me? How dare, how dare I? I deserve to meet my destruction. I deserve to feel suicidal. I deserve to be at war with myself. I deserve it because I'm doing it to myself. So 2016, I had enough. You know, I started to tap into all these memories and tap into all these times and just... I started to combine everything, and, and, and the answer was in my first mind. We're naturally, we can be in our God bodies, or we can be the devil ourselves. We, we, it, it's up to us. You understand what I'm saying? Heaven and hell is mental. You understand what I'm saying? So once I applied these logics, and I started to understand, like, wow, the devil is the author of confusion. Stop second-guessing myself. Go with my moves. Go with what I feel. Go with what's in my intuition. Because I've always been pure. I've always been genuine. So all I ever had to do was walk. All I ever had to do was do the right thing. When times got hard. Stop mm -hmm. doing things on my own understanding. Stop stop falling short. Stop backtracking. Stop just going against my higher self. Stop going against your first mind. Chill, G. Chill. You ain't got to do this. You ain't got to do that. Just wait. When you get locked up, when you go to jail, it always comes from out of nowhere. I hate when people be like, oh, you can't stay out of jail. Motherfucker, you act like we go up to the police and be like, hey, what? Yeah, I did this. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I hate that shit. So it just be like, man, do you know how many times I just thought I had it all figured out? And go straight, <laughs> and go straight to jail out of nowhere. I, 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 like, man, I done been in the back of the police car looking around like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what's going on? I'm waking up in my bunk, not knowing how many years I'm finna get. Like, man, I don't want to go through that shit. That shit for the mm. birds. You know what I mean? Mm. So I started to follow my first mind. And the answers, they came like a domino effect. 
You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I activated myself in 2017, but I didn't start putting in certain practices and all that to to, to right before COVID came. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so so before then, I was just really moving off my intuition, moving off my my, my downloads, moving mm. off my, my daydreams and, and things of that nature. You understand what I'm saying? The journey is so beautiful because you're going to do a lot of things, even in the beginning, when you just feel like, damn, I don't want to do the, the, the right thing. I want to do what the fuck I want to do. I want revenge. I want to be spiteful. I want some get back. I want to get money this way. I want to feel me. Once I... Stop doing all that. I'm not. I don't want to do nothing. I want to flow, meditate. Let me flow. Okay, boom. I will meet people. I'm. I'm always grateful for my interactions. That's what you know. Who knew that me interacting with you in the stone shop would lead to an interview? But I'm always genuine. I obey my spirit. Your spirit complimented mine, so I indulged in it. Like you don't meet too many pure people, and I'm really. I'm a cordial guy. I'm. I have manners, but I'm not friendly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I. my discernment is very powerful. So your body language says everything to me, how you talk to other people says everything to me, what you in your everyday conversations, the things you want to chit chat about. I put all that on the scale to determine whether or not I'm going to fuck with you or not. So now (laughs) I've implemented the things I've learned in the streets and now I'm getting that celestial cosmic energy and I'm combining the two Mm -hmm. and it's working perfect. I'm in love with myself now because I survived a lot. All the times I thought I was going to fall. Like, I don't have family to call on. You understand what I'm saying? I'm to a point now where I'm rebuilding my family. Like, I'm waking my mom up and my daddy. They never been together. You know what I'm saying? And I'm doing it separately. You know what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm making my daddy tap into his visions and his gifts. He, You know, I got him into fashion design. And now I got my mama. She finna get ready to move in Africa in, in December. Last year, she thought she had lupus. All that is out of blood cell now. You know, I got on the herd game. And anytime you give a woman intel, see, they gonna do a lot more shit with it than a man ever can. So I, so I enjoy that shit. Like I, I'm to the point now. I have my, like I'm to the point now. I send my mama something. I'm on level four with it. I oh she gonna take it to level twenty. You feel me? So I, I be loving it. I love it. I love it. So, oh my god! Because it's like that's that's how you pose the climb. Like uh 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 uh. You know, growth is linear. Mean that mean it go like this. Growth don't go like this. It goes like this. You're going to have your ups and your downs. You feel mm-hmm. me? So once you understand that linear behavior, if you will, you kind of just learn to flow. You know what I mean? So it's beautiful. All my hard times make me see and make me appreciate everything about energy, everything about individuality, everything mm-hmm. about being unique, everything. So I need, I need the hard times to remind me, to show me. The power and energy, the power and being yourself. You know what I mean? So it's beautiful. It's beautiful. My whole life was hard. My last four years, this is the happiest I've ever been. Before I was the age of 26, I was I knew nothing about happiness. Nothing. All I knew was get money, hide the pain, don't let nobody play with you. That's all. That's all I ever knew. Just them three principles. You feel me? So um, it's infinite now. You know, I went from having three principles in my life to just having an infant understanding about why I'm here and how I can make my reincarnation better. So when I come, <laughs> when I come back, I won't be, I won't go through everything I went through for the first 26 years of my life. You feel me? Nothing. It won't be nothing like it. So that's motivation for me. Damn. That's an amazing fucking story. I'm just sitting here. It's not often that I'm kind of like stunned into silence, but I definitely feel like stunned into silence right now. Cause that, 
that was a hell of a story because I really love that despite everything that you went through and the lifestyle that you lived and the things that you got involved in, you just look back on your life and you see the purpose for why all of that had to happen and how it actually was always feeling you forward. You were always being protected. You were always being guided, even when it didn't seem like it at the time. And someone looking back on your life would be like, why the fuck did you do that? Why are you fucking up? Like, why'd you do this? Why'd you do that? Like you're a fuck up, all those kind of things, judging that journey. But yeah. it what like the journey is what made you who you are. And that's what actually led like the story with the guy in jail that everybody judged based on how he looked. And yeah. he, he had the most pure heart and the most pure, innocent soul. And you got to experience that. And that literally is what kicked off his whole thing. And now all the people you're going to God, it's amazing. All the people that you are impacting like through your work and will continue to, it all started from that. So when you really think about it, it's like, you wouldn't want to go back. You wouldn't want to change a thing despite the pain, despite the fuck ups, despite whatever, because it led you right fucking here. And that's beautiful. And it activated my gifts. Cause see, like I didn't grow up doing music. You know what I'm saying? I started, yeah. I wrote my, right. I wrote my first song at like when I was 19 and it turned 20. Mm -hmm. So like, and I put my first music video out in 2012, but from the year 2012 to 2017, I didn't take myself serious. You feel me? Like I, I took myself, I thought I was taking myself serious. I knew nothing about paperwork. I knew nothing about records, only royalties, made, just making money off your music. I knew nothing. I didn't understand the business part, basically. Once I found that I had a, a, a talent with it, because I was always exposed to music. My mama did music. My cousin did music. My my home, my, one of my best friends that I lost at an early age, he did music. So the three like three people that impact my daddy, he loves music. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I met my daddy when I was nine or 10. So I ain't grow up knowing who my real daddy was. So when I met him, he was like, Oh my God, damn, nigga, you my daddy, like, you know what I'm saying? Cause it, it was crazy, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, just naturally intrigued with this dude. You feel me? When I first met him as a young dude. So anything he did, anything he listened to, I soaked up. So when I first met him, he was in love with music. So it was meditation helped me uh, 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 piece together the puzzle to help me understand my whys, you feel me? Because mm -hmm. then I go back in my memory bank and things that went over my head, things that I didn't realize, I'm able to access it now. This is why I have flashbacks. Your flashbacks are actually downloads, you feel me? The universe is trying yeah. to get you to pull something from this from this moment in time to help you yeah. use it as a tool right now on your journey. You feel I what agree. I'm saying? So the energy is very, very rich. Very, very rich. So uh, when I tapped into my gifts, that's when it became enjoyable to be on this journey. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and, and really apply, uh, apply what I'm learning in the cosmic realm and, 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 and mesh it together with the ignorance, if you will, the dark side of me. You know what I'm saying? So I can, I, you know, I pop my shit, I talk my shit in the record, but I'm going to tell you why at the same time. I'm not going to make it sound like I'm just this belligerent guy out for murder and blood and things of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, you know, but we can't get into detail how I will protect myself and how it's just, it's just a mistake to bother me. You know what I mean? <laughs> both can exist. Duality exists for a reason. So both can exist. And I had a problem with duality because with duality comes people's opinions about you. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I found myself always explaining myself to people. You feel me? Like, and I had to realize, like, bro, this is my journey, bro. Like, leave me fuck alone. Like, you don't like what I'm doing? Like, <laughs> you don't like what I'm doing? Dismiss yourself. I'm not here to, like, I'm not here for you. Like, you feel me? Like, what the hell? Like, you know. So, so yeah, um, now the music 
is what actually catapulted me to do everything else I'm doing. See, at first I threw parties at the age of 17 here. Of course. And I, it was called Bean Bean Entertainment. And it was uh, uh something me and my homeboys, you know, we repped in the street. You know, it originated in Mixon Town. And um, I had a strong affiliation with a lot of them dudes just growing up on the west side. You feel me? So uh, I, I lost my best friend, like I told you, at the age of 16. And um, by the age of 17, I was just trying to think of a way to get us all out the hood or something like that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, well, let's throw parties. Like, you know, you know, you start from a low level to do the shit. <laughs> so I, uh, I went from throwing parties to shooting music videos. I got into photography. I got into the camera real heavy. Once that kind of fell through due to violence and shooting, and, you know, me falling out with my homeboys. So I was like, well, I can't do nothing for you guys. I don't fuck with you guys no more. So falling in and out with them, just experiencing that transition from being an adolescent to an adult. You know, you lose friends. I went through that phase. So once I went through that phase, I picked up the camera. Right this time, I was calling myself being a family man. I'm a stepfather while I'm indulging in shooting videos. So I always had leverage when it came to uh, anything that I wanted to do because I was in the streets real heavy when I was young. So it was like, oh, what, this what G doing over here, y'all, you know, da, 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 da. So when I started shooting music videos, you know, you know how that is, everybody doing the drill rap and want to be a rapper. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of lucrative for me at the same time. So I had, um, I started up this film company with a, a dude uh, named Millie. Um, right now he does fashion design real heavy right now. He just survived the car accident. He's one of my uh, good yeah, we started it together. So it was just us two. Then I got affiliated with my cousins a little bit, tried to bring them in. Didn't work out, you feel me? Um, but it was a successful company. We branded for like three or four years, you feel me? Shot a gang of music videos, got over like 500,000 views on our channel, just shooting for Damn. other people. And then we transitioned from that. Once we separated, now I didn't, you know, I'm going into my metaphysical self, you know what I'm saying? So in the midst of me doing the music videos, I always did my music. So once I kind of like caught my last case in 2015, no, yeah, 2015, it took me to 2016 to actually get sentenced for it. And then I got released in 2017 in the beginning. So before then, though, I had started up this, this, I had started up basically like this energy where people knew I was willing to throw local shows, you know, and I did this to get my lawyer money up in my last case. Cause after like four, five years of catching straight cases, my money was depleted. My resources, you know, they were ripped away from me. Every time I got out of jail, I lost more and more and more and more and more. You feel me? Either one of my homeboys, some of my homeboys would die or they would get locked up. They would go to prison. So I didn't have access to certain things that I needed in order to thrive in the streets. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, I had to go to the drawing board, like, how am I going to get this money up for the lawyer? Because I needed me a lawyer. I was facing 15 years. So I was like, damn, I could throw a show. You know, I could charge people. And I was like, man, I'm not big enough to throw a motherfucking show by myself. So let me get people on the showcase with me, you know. So all this is, it's new to me because, like I said, I didn't grow up doing music. So after the Bean Bean thing, I kind of strayed away from the entrepreneur scene. So I didn't know what was going on necessarily in the city. I just would always do things that people would invite me to. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't necessarily be building connections and networking. So now I had set myself up for what I was going to do when I got out of jail in 2017, but I didn't know it yet. So this was the birth of Link Up Paradise, because I was like, the first show went good. I'm like, damn, I can, I can you know, this, 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 this can be annual, you know? So it went, it went from saying, oh, I can do it 
once a year to man, nah, let's crank up because it was it was so successful. You know what I'm saying? So from Link Up Paradise, around the time I threw the show or whatever, I seen people getting into the merch game. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, you know, let me make some something surrounding Link Up. So I came up with some shirts. You know, one of my good friends by the name of Frost and Malk. Malk, he's one of the biggest photographers in Jacksonville right now. He does stuff for Nike. He uh, he's Damn. a track. He has his own um, shop with his father on um, Main Street, and then a, a producer by the name of Frost the Way God. They had a lot of things going uh, in the clothing industry due to having the clothing shop with Malk's father. So they had access to a lot of things as far as making clothes. So one day I'm just brainstorming with them and they're like, bro, we can make the shirts. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I got with them. I paid, I paid this dude uh, named PJ Pharrell, PJ Darrell. I'm probably saying his name wrong. Sorry, bro. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I fought with him. His name, his name is PJ. You know what I mean? But he does art in the city. So I got with him or whatever. And um, I paid him and he, he came, he brought my vision. To, you know, because I can draw things of that nature too. But when it comes to things that I want to get syndicated or really put out there to the masses, I'm always willing to mess with a graphic designer because I know that's not my strong area as far as like taking it to a digital level. So I got with him. We made it happen. Got back with Malk and Frost. They printed up the shirts. The shirts was a hit. After I did the show, I was like, what can I call the platform? Oh, boom. I put Link Up on the shirts. Up, Link Up Paradise. You feel me? So it was all in alignment. It was just things that were just naturally happening. And then I would, like I told you, following my first mind, it, I, I applied that logic in every area of my life, whether it came to paying bills, whether it came to making something, whether it came to dating. Mm-hmm. I applied to every area of my life. I do not go against my first mind. I do not. I just don't do it. I don't do it. Even if it puts me in an unfortunate situation, I've met some fortunate people in unfortunate situations. So the the, the hard times, the, the the unfortunate events always made sense because I followed my first mind and I mm-hmm. ended the situation with righteous intention. It got big by me just having a heart. People would ask, hey, bro, can I come to the show and set my stuff up? Yeah, oh, uh, yo. Hey, bro, what is called when people do that? It's called vending. All right. <laughs> so it's like, um, I would mess with people who wanted to come sell things, whether they did catering, whether they did art, whether they did fashion designing. These people wanted to come sell their products at the show. So I'm like, cool. So now it's, it's forcing me to kind of sit back and make my, make. how can I monetize my gifts? You know what I'm saying? It's not all about the money, but at the same time, I need to be lucrative in order to supply my inventory and things that I need to make my mm-hmm. business happen. So I was like, boom, I'm finna, you know, I entered the paperwork stages and understanding what I need to do to, as far as to build brands. You feel me? And then everything just started to make sense. Now, now I kind of, I kind of have somewhat of an empire because now it's to the point where I'm helping other people build their brands and we're literally all making money. You know what I mean? Like we're making money and we don't have to survive. Off, none of my business partners survive off the government. I had to uh, activate myself spiritually in order to be stabilized as a black man in society today. That's the only answer. Because other than that, um, it's, it's, uh, it's jail of death. It's jail of death. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I want to put this out to everybody that's watching this too. I want y'all to understand something about it because I, I come from it. You feel me? I'm a part of it. As far as Jacksonville, Duval County is concerned, I was born in 1991. I hopped off the porch 2007, 2006, five. I, 2005. You feel me? So that's 16, 17 years of being uh, exposed to the dark side of our reality, which is the streets, which is being in poverty, which is, you know, whatever you want to label it. And I want to tell y'all this, a black man does not matter if he's not willing 
to sacrifice what he know is right. Um, you literally judged and looked down upon if you don't want to be evil in the community. I promise to you, you get no respect, you get no attention, you get no love. Whether you consciously understand this or you subconsciously understand it, I want you to understand it's a real thing that us as black men, we battle. We literally will throw our whole life away for somebody to feel like we cool, for somebody to feel like we hard. And once I understood that, I went to the root of that, it allowed me to evolve and change and not, you know, because at first I would backtrack. You know, a nigga, uh, somebody play with me, so I feel like I got to straighten them immediately instead of getting, letting the, the universe lead me. So everybody out there, man, if you, you know, y'all know somebody that's in the streets, you understand what I'm saying? Celebrate them for what they're good at. Tell them how they're important. You feel me? Sow that seed in them and let them know how they roll, even when they're not being a hard ass or some shit like that. Like, don't let somebody selling drugs or somebody toting a pistol or somebody putting that shit on. Don't let that be the only time you celebrate them, man. Celebrate them when they build something, man. Celebrate them when you see them talking to a child or they hold the door open for a woman. Just any little thing. Sow that seed and let them know that they, they are important. They don't have to throw their life away to get flowers. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's disgusting, man. So I watch a lot of black men throw their life away because they couldn't get the love. You know what I mean? It's sad. So that's what I'm aiming to to shift and change right now. You feel me? You you can be the coolest of the cool. You ain't, you ain't got to be the hardest of the hard to be that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, me being in the skin that I'm in and in my vessel, that's what I'm put here for. Because I know when people look at me, I don't talk how I look. You feel me? And I've learned to use that energy for good and not for bad and not finesse people and things of that nature. I love going in public and being very manner, manner showing manners to, 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 to white people, older white people or people that I know going to sit back and judge me because I got tattoos and dreads. This is how I help shift that energy from people feeling like they got to be scared of us or anything of that nature. I don't believe in judging other people. I don't, I don't. I don't stereotype. I don't like labels. Like, I would be like, oh, you look like a nerd. Like, I don't, you know, I don't partake in that kind of energy because at that point you put people in the box. Once you put people in the box, they have no room to be their higher self. You know what I'm saying? And energy matters. You feel me? What you think matters. What you say matters. What you do matters. You feel me? As soon as you put it out there, it's a vibration. Feel me? If you was to thump something, you just put out a vibration. You're going to hurt your thumb. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like... <laughs> There's so many aspects, man. So many aspects I'm grateful for. And I'm ready to share. I'm ready to see it. Do what I need to do to help be a part of the shift. You know what I mean? I love it because you touched on so much when you were talking. I like I like just kind of letting you go because I feel like you literally hit everything that I wanted to talk about. You just hit it naturally. And I think that that's just a great demonstration of everything that you were talking about you know, when it comes to being in the flow, being in alignment, um, being genuine, being righteous, like keeping with the righteous path, what's in alignment, what's authentic for you. And you were just able to do that, like demonstrate that through the interview. And I think that that just shows that you're about what you say you're about. Um, you have a really strong mindset, a strong mentality. I, I loved everything that you were touching on. It's so true. Like just I, like, we couldn't even go into everything that I even want to touch on because everything that you said was so on point. I love that you're breaking these generational cur curses and you're breaking out of that mentality of the streets, of the hood, of, you know, you're not worth something unless you're 
getting into trouble and doing things that aren't good for anybody. So the fact that you're transcending that and you want to bring people with you, I fucking love to see that. I really do. It's amazing. That's yeah. You just, that was so like, that was some shit. Like that was amazing. (laughs) I got to find a way to have a direct contact with the youth in in the city. Yeah. Agreed. I want to really talk to them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I, I spoke at Lee like two years ago. One of my friends that I went, to, I went to Lee High School as well. So she ended up becoming an art teacher. And we, oh, that's amazing. When we became adults. So she allowed me to come speak to her art class. So I did that and I loved it. So that's what yeah. I said. With that's where it, yeah, that's where it starts too. Like you got to get to the children and kids that are exposed to certain lifestyles, exposed to the streets. And again, they want... So usually, you know, children, they just want even more so than all of us. We all want that no matter what age we are. But kids like they want to be loved. They want to be showed a certain way. They want to be accepted. So if they can get love and acceptance from, you know, the streets, from a gang, from whoever the fuck, they'll go for it, you know, and they won't understand what it is that they're getting into because they just want the love. They want the acceptance. They want to be cool. They want you know, everything, the positives that come with it, but they don't know the negatives and the long-term consequences of it. So getting, so getting to the kids is the most important thing because that's the next generation and they need that guidance. Yes, they do. They do. do. That's so fucking deep. I didn't even know we were going to go this route, but here we are. And I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I go to talking no, Sorry. I love it. No, no, no. I love it. That's it's amazing. And it's real shit. I really love your perspective. I just love everything about your story. And I just love where it's taking you. And I love just your mentality, everything about your perspective and your mentality. I think it's, it's not really a perspective that's valued in our society. Like people aren't asking like, what does a black man think, you know, like being raised in the streets and being on a spiritual journey. I think that's not really a perspective that's out there much. So if I can put that shit out there, I want that shit to be out there. By any means, by any means. That's, that's, that's definitely one of the sacrifices standing for something. You know, I ran into a lot of adversity, you know, you had your lonely moments, you know what I mean? Uh, it's a lot that come, it's it's a lot that come with it, but I'll be, I'm ready for it. Cause no, no, nothing compare. To not know if you're gonna get 15 years in prison. <laughs> that's that's uh that's enough to shake your ass up and get fed the fuck up. I've been there in my life too. You have to get fed up with yourself. And the I guess like the unknown has to be less scary. Like the unknown of going down a path you've never gone on, that righteous path that you're talking about, like that has to be less scary than the unknown of if I keep going down the path that I'm going, if I keep living the lifestyle that I'm living, I'm destined for death or being in fucking jail. You know, we all, we, all, we all went through certain situations where it was repeated, and that that's our that's our uh, uh, our silver lining right there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That be the first saying, "Hey, want to suffer, fucker? <laughs> <laughs> you want to go? Hey, you want you want to go? You want to go through that shit again? I'll put you. I'll put you right back there. Be oh yeah." Repetition. Yeah. Repetition. Patterns and repetition are like the greatest indicators that whatever keeps showing up and keeps being repeated. That's like the that's the main thing. And I love I love what I love about your story, too, is that um, it did take time. It did take a lot for you to get here. But 
it was always the right thing at the right time. It always was. And I love that. Yes. I love that. that. I use that energy so much to be appreciative and to keep going like, damn, shit. Oh, God. That's why I went through that. That's why I survived it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let me keep going. And, and, uh, once you begin to apply whatever it is that you need to apply, because a lot of times we retain information, but we do not apply it. So once I start applying it, <laughs> right, and I, my life, my life, it, it changes. It's, it's the biggest, it's like a million dollar cash reward or something like that, man. Because mm-hmm. I put the work in and you, you, you see your life change. You know, you go from being a caterpillar at this stage of your life to becoming a butterfly. So it'd be like, damn. All I got to do is put in the work, practice my routines, stay diligent, stay consistent, repetition, and boom, you know, it's here. It's right here in my grasp. I can manifest it. That's right. I'm really, yeah, it is amazing because it's like you had to sacrifice a lot and you had to give up the comfortability of the life that you've always lived or everything that you've known or the generational curse in a sense of this is what you know, this is what you're exposed to, this is all that you ever knew. And you had, it takes so much bravery to step outside of that and go into the unknown. Yeah. Like that, I respect that. That's fucking amazing. It's still still walking into the unknown daily. Every time. Every time. Yeah, because just because it's like you did it, it just like you keep doing that shit. Like, oh, here's another unknown. Here's another little bit. And it's like once you start, you can't stop. But then that shit doesn't stop either. It just keeps going and keeps going. (laughs) So you just get better and better at walking into the unknown, basically. Damn. Like that, that shit blew my mind. Your story is incredible. I could just sit here and listen to you talk all day but yeah. i think we're we're like at an hour already so For real? <laughs> yeah i know right that's just crazy <laughs> like i was on the edge of my seat the whole time time flies when you're having fun you know yeah i i enjoyed this this i've never did an interview like this so i enjoyed it you know it's yeah. the pandemic right now so people you know very slow to link up or just really put put any kind of thought into doing anything for other artists so i appreciate this yeah absolutely tell everybody where we can find you and like what you've got going on well i already know i love your song demons and that's on youtube and yes. when you search g demons with a z um y'all need to go listen to that i love that song a lot <laughs> it's really good well thank you i was just gonna say uh you, you know you might not have the biggest following in the world but you got a nice following you have a healthy you have amazing people that love what you do yes. uh you, you are very uh, in-depth person. So for anybody to connect with you, use it as a compass. Because I, I definitely be reading. I'd be like, you have a whole lot to say, but it's, it's composed after you read it. It's like you needed to say all this so people can understand who you is, like who Lauren is. Like, it's crazy. I, I, like, I love what you got going on. I can't wait oh. for the first. You de- I, it, it's definitely... Just keep being you. You definitely one of the people that just keep doing what you're doing. You're going to run into somebody that be like, hey, c- come here, girl. Hey. <laughs> For real, man. It's For true. Real. I feel that. Thank you. No, I agree. I agree. And it just keep doing that. Yeah, I love that. And I know we talked about that, too, even at the beginning. And we've discussed this where I'd rather have a smaller following and they're all genuine. They all love what I do. They're all into it. They're engaged. They give a fuck and they are along they're riding with it you know it's 
I'd much rather have that than a bigger audience. And just like you've demonstrated through our whole discussion, you know, that kind of energy and attitude towards what you're doing and towards your audience where you're not like, I don't know, you're not pining for anything. Like you're not desperate for anything. So it's, it's natural. It's, it's inevitable. The wealth, the growth, the following, the whatever that's inevitable as long as you're always in alignment. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes, right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's 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 definitely the recipe. But uh, to everybody out there that loves Luscious Lauren, y'all can find me at G Code underscore on everything. Um, you can actually find me on Facebook as well at just G. You know what I mean? I do have my personal pages up at the moment. Uh, I I usually have them deactivated uh for ninety percent of the year. So I usually reactivate them when I'm going to have a very important drop. You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) as far as Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at G code underscore. Um, You can uh, purchase things from my website. You can see my clothing line design straight from the top of my head at NajeeCollection.com. That's N-A-J-E collection.com. Uh, follow the platform Link Up Paradise and get connected to every entrepreneur artist that's passionate doing what they're doing in the city limits of Jacksonville, Florida. Yes. No big fucking deal or anything. Just taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> taking over the whole damn world and shit. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I don't want the world. Just, just give it a look. Give it a look. <laughs> 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 you crack me the fuck up I can't thank you so much for your time today this has been so fun I've really enjoyed your just your story and you your energy keep doing what you're doing 